welcome to another edition of The Empty Parlor. I am one of your hosts, Jeff Lynch. My other host, Matt Lamb, is currently out for tonight. He's working on some business, but you know, that's fine with us. So, tonight, I have a guest coming on, but he's taking a little bit of time. Uh, I told him to text me, but he got on Discord and messaged me there. I was watching a show with the, with the significant other. So, I don't know if he's going to be able to call in, but we'll start the first part of this podcast. For all intents and purposes, it's my buddy, Dan. He's really into Bigfoot, and I figured, like, that's kind of the perfect thing to talk about on the Empty Parlor. So we're going to be talking about Bigfoot there. Uh, just for some background, Matt, uh, I mean, uh, Dan and I have gone back and forth a few times talking about Bigfoot because if any of you guys know, uh, in terms of the relationship that Matt and I have on the podcast in terms of cryptids and stuff, I am the skeptic here. I don't really, I don't really believe in any of this stuff. But... You know, there's a lot of people out there that do, and I think it's fun to entertain that and talk about it and talk about all the zany shit that goes down in terms of, like, Bigfoot hunting and looking for Mothman, talking about ghosts, all that stuff that just, like, does not... None of that stuff clicks with me. It's not real in my opinion, but, you know, it's always good to believe because you need something there for you to be able to fall back on and be like, you know, that shit's real. I don't give a fuck. That's real to me, damn it, you know? So... Uh, Matt, uh, Dan and I have gone back a few times, back and forth a few times. Obviously, Matt and I have gone back a few times. Matt thinks that Bigfoot is an interdimensional space alien, and uh, th- that's how he rationalizes the Bigfoot phenomenon. On the other hand, we got my buddy uh, Dan, who he thinks that Bigfoot is just uh, an endemic creature to most of the United States. So he's dabbling in stink ape or skunk ape, whatever. Uh, he, I was telling him that I'm going to be going on a backpacking trip up to the Northern peninsula of Michigan here, uh, in like January or something like that. And he was like, Oh man, dude, you're in Bigfoot country. And I was like, bro, what the fuck is Bigfoot country? Bigfoot, according to you guys is in the upper Northwest is in fucking Massachusetts in Florida, dude, like what's going on. And I guess the idea is, is that Bigfoot just has, some ability to be able to, to to detect IR radiation, or he has some sort of some sort of spectroscope built into its fucking eyes. I'm not really sure, because uh, I guess there's Bigfoots everywhere, and there's a population of sustained Bigfoots, and we just haven't seen them yet. But you know, to each their own. I'm take a drink of my beer. Okay, so let's just talk about some of the facts here. Bigfoot has never been seen on camera. That's just kind of like a hard fact there. But the rationality there is that, you know, Bigfoot is just kind of afraid of cameras. Bigfoot just, uh, he's like, oh, fuck, camera over there. Not even going to get seen on that camera. I can tell when a camera's pointed somewhere before it even is pointed at me. That's a crazy thing that I don't really understand. How could you possibly have some sort of threat detection system based on purely the absence of that threat capturing you? Like, wouldn't you need to have some sort of some sort of positive handoff with the camera to acknowledge that the camera's there for you to be afraid of going in front of that fucking camera. Yo, shit doesn't really make any sense. There's another thing where people are like, oh, look at this grainy photo of the woods. You know, this is out of out of focus camera. It's just taking a picture of the woods. There's no depth to that because they, I assume, probably artificially lower the quality. Because how is every single Bigfoot sighting in the shittiest quality, dude? My phone has, uh, has 4K quality possible on it so i mean is everybody that's a bigfoot hunter just looking with shitty cameras i don't really know but uh, my buddy here that may or may not be on the podcast here tonight he showed me a series of photos that were just literally just the woods and i challenged him and he's like man it's a fucking bigfoot right there you just aren't seeing it 
It's like, dude, I'm seeing the forest for the, I'm seeing the trees for the forest forced through the trees, whatever you want to call it. And uh, that's just trees, bro. There's no Bigfoot hunkering around in the woods. And uh, also, let's just talk about some of these stories that people tell where, uh, you know, obviously it's like, come on, dude, Bigfoot cameras, you know, how the fuck are they supposed to know? But then you have people that are like, bro, I was I was duck hunting. And then they'll, they'll go on and I'll talk about how dope their gun is and shit. And they're like, I got this fucking spot. And then they'll go on and talk about how dope the spot is. They're like, no one fucking knows about this spot, dude. I've been. I've been murdering birds left and right out of here, man. And they're like getting super in the story. And then until they have to like realize that they're talking about Bigfoot and they're like, Oh yeah, shit. Okay. So one time stop talking about my dope ass hunting spot. What has actually happened indeed is I saw this fucking Bigfoot dude. It, so this Bigfoot was like from me to you away. So that's what they always use like vague generalities. So it's just in the eye of the beholder, anybody listening to the podcast or YouTube video, they're like, it was that about it far, far from me to the wall there. So who fucking knows how far that is? Probably a made up lie. But they're like, yeah, Bigfoot was big as shit, man. I've just thought it was some dude. And then he stood up and started shaking trees. It's like, okay, do you have a camera? Like, just get your phone out. Take a picture. Take a video. I get it. You're scared if you really saw Bigfoot in the flesh. I can understand that trauma response where somebody's like not thinking and they they're out there. And it's just them and Bigfoot. But they got a gun. They got a dope-ass gun they just got done talking about for like five minutes straight. You're you're just starting to realize, oh, fuck, the reason why I clicked on this podcast or video is because he's talking about Bigfoot, not guns and cool hunting spots, you know? So this dude, I'm, I'm talking about a sp- particular tori- story that I was told about. Uh, and I listened to this hunter's um, rec- retelling of this story. So... Again, yeah, he gets done talking about all this shit. He says that he sees the Bigfoot in the in the brush from here to the tr- here to the fucking random wall away, you know. And uh, he's like, "Man, yeah, if I would have shot it, it wouldn't have died." So I figured I'd I'd rather live. It's like, bro, why would you not shoot that fucking Bigfoot as many times as you possibly can? You got, I don't know how many uh, shotgun shells can be loaded into a shotgun illegally, but I mean, you got at least a few. You can at least throw a few bullet or shotgun shells at this Bigfoot. And why is anybody going to assume that the Bigfoot's going to charge him? If this is real Bigfoot, it's like, so I guess like the idea is that Bigfoot knows about guns. He knows about camera, knows about fucking Wi-Fi. <laughs> like Bigfoot has all this technological capability. Bigfoot doesn't use his location settings on his phone, dude. Don't worry about it. He only, he only cues into one G cell phone towers that don't have that good of fidelity. <laughs> like, Bigfoot's not fucking around, bro. He's off the grid. He's Ted Bundy and that shit, you know? Uh, But, like, yeah, I understand. You can't take a picture of your camera, but you got a weapon in your fucking hands waiting to kill shit out in the middle of nowhere. You know you're in the middle of nowhere. You're out there trying to kill animals, and you're not going to light off your fucking gun to kill off this Bigfoot. What is this guy's, like, is this guy's rationality? Like, oh, Dude, I can't shoot this Bigfoot fucking thing that I'm actually terrified of that I've, I'm telling you right now in my fucking, I'm telling, told you about my gun, told you about my spot, told, you know, so I saw, I saw fucking Bigfoot, but the thing is that I'm here to hunt fucking ducks. And if I start shooting Bigfoot, those ducks aren't going to fucking be there, dude. Like, what is the rationality there? You see something that you believe is real. You see it. You get confirmation, but then you just let it walk away so you can just tell a story to a bunch of fucking people on YouTube come on dude like that's why i don't buy it like if you saw bigfoot you would have pumped some fucking lead into that thing because you i need to prove that it's real these people are so into bigfoot that their like personality hinges on is bigfoot real let's have a conversation about it you know
That's what I don't get. <coughs> Sorry. Fucking vape pen, dude. Robot dick tried to take me out. Um. No, but like the the simple fact that this guy thought it's it'd be better to not try to kill and tag and take this Bigfoot in for scientific fucking research or even like why didn't he tell legitimate researchers about like this Bigfoot was in this exact spot dude geo fucking located man you're a hunter don't you have like tags you throw on the ground with a little GPS in them or some shit like that or like don't you have the capability to go back to where you were before where you can be like that motherfucker was right there there had to have been some like genetic material falling off that fucking Bigfoot dude like I am not a hunter or a killer or anything like that so like if it wasn't me, I would still probably shoot the fucking Bigfoot. There's a Bigfoot there. I'm like, people need to know about this shit. It's like, it's like aliens. You see an alien, you got a gun in your hand, shoot that fucking alien. Like, well, that would actually probably be a bad idea. Come to think of it. Because if you see one alien, there's probably more aliens. They came here from a different galaxy. It's probably going to be fucking more of them. And you're probably toast. And then everybody's going to know about these motherfuckers here soon. So that's another one where it's like, Aliens are super sneaky. I guess Bigfoot's like aliens. That's how I would agree with Matt, where the logic saying that Bigfoot is aliens and like Bigfoot is just like a harbinger of the aliens and he's just like a clue they're putting down. I don't fucking know. But regardless, shoot that fucking Bigfoot, man. You got to take this thing into the lab and be like, hey, guys, everybody thought we were dumb. Like you're trying, aren't you trying to protect something that you identify as, which a lot of other people in I would probably say the world most more so in the United States and Canada, probably, but that, but there's a lot of people that are in your camp that are like, dude, what the fuck is the physical evidence? We need that Bigfoot. We need to get that Bigfoot dick in a fucking lab, dude. Like there's, there's no excuse for not taking out Bigfoot when you have the chance for it or even taking a picture and just having this story where you're like, I fucking got on my four, eight, like my four wheeler and I fucking rode, man. And then he's like, this guy, so I'm going back to the story this guy was telling. He says he saw Bigfoot, chooses not to ki- shoot at him because he's like, if I shot at him, I wouldn't have done shit. It's like, yeah, because you know the fucking physical composition of a Bigfoot. Like, if a giant seven-foot person was pumped with a bunch of birdshot, I'm pretty sure that would do some damage. And yeah, okay, Bigfoot's real. It's some sort of ape thing. But you still pump a bunch of lead into an animal. I don't think it's going to, like, fucking thrash you. And if it did, wouldn't people eventually find you? Even though, I guess that's the whole point of his, like, I got a fucking super secret hunting spot. Nobody knows about it. So in his head, he's trying to tell the story saying, like, no one would possibly know where I was. So if I died, then I would just die and no one would fucking find out about Bigfoot. But, I mean, come on, dude. Like, eventually you might be found and the people would do a forensic, uh, forensic study in your fucking body that was thrashed by Bigfoot or whatever, you know, or they find evidence of you being there. Then they'll look around, they'll be like, this is non-human genetic material we're finding right here, dude. Oh my God, it's following gene sequencing that follows similarly to uh, ape, I guess. Like, what the fuck is going on here, guys? Let's like do some research. And then they'll have some like maybe physical evidence, DNA evidence of maybe Bigfoot, you know, like, come on, son. Like, you obviously don't want to die for a cause like that. So I kind of get his rationality, but it's some bullshit rationality. Like if you shot a fucking, okay, let's get morbid here. If you had a Bigfoot come at you fast as fuck and you put a shotgun blast in its face, do you think that's going to survive? Why? Because they just inflated Bigfoot to be this crazy like camera detecting fucking CIA mole or something. Like, dude, come on, son. I don't know. That, that, uh, 
that big that Bigfoot stuff is blowing my fucking mind. But you know what though? We do have we do have Dan coming in here. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pause this for a moment and we're gonna come back in with Dan. So I'll splice in his audio and uh we'll just pick right back up on this Bigfoot conversation. Uh and yeah, we'll just talk about some of the stuff we were talking about. And I think it'll be interesting because because Dan has brought up the idea like, dude, yo, fucking Bigfoot sees cameras. I'm like, I don't know about that, but he's like, he fucking does, dude. I'm like, all right, man, Let's see some evidence. But yeah, we'll get into that in uh in a moment. So hang tight. All right, guys, we're back. We got Dan in the house here. Um, so Dan, hey, what's up? yeah, there you go. So we got Dan. He's a he's a believer in Bigfoot. Like I said before, in the first about 13 minutes of this. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not not a huge believer in Bigfoot, but uh, yeah, we got my buddy Dan here, um, and uh, like just talk about like what got you into Bigfoot, you know? So we can just kick this off and we can start just bullshitting about that. Oh well, first let me start off by saying it's an honor to have to be on the podcast. Hell I've yeah. been listening to you and Matt for a while, and you guys are you're always hilarious. You guys are always talking about ghosts and furries and stuff. Fuck yeah, dude! That's the empty I part of the thoroughly pie, enjoy it. So pretty cool to. To be talking with you right now. Fuck yeah, I've been friends with you for a while, so. Yeah, man. I've, we've like I've always wanted to have some random guests on the podcast, um, but it just never <laughs> like. Me. Yeah, there you go. We got fucking Dan in the house, baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've been playing uh, Overwatch together for a little while, and then you started talking about Bigfoot one day, and then I was like, man, we talk about this shit on the Empty Parlor a lot, and then you're like, man, one day that'd be cool to be on there, and then now it's working out. <laughs> I can't stop, man. It's like some, it's like some weird. They call it Bigfoot fever, man. I can't like, like it's so interesting to me. Fuck yeah, sounds like the sounds like the name of this episode, Bigfoot fever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, to answer your question, what got me into it? Um, I think there's always been this innate belief in me. Um, I've I remember hearing stories when I was a kid about how it could be real and. Native, it was part of the Native Americans' culture, and you know, never really thought much into it, I guess, until until recently, the past few years. Um, I ended up hurting my back, and I had to rehab it, and I had a lot of time off, and uh, I had a lot of time to watch a lot of YouTube, and a lot, a lot of Joe Rogan, a lot of Joe Rogan time. Lot, yeah, you listen to enough Joe Rogan and, and Duncan Trussell, and then you start believing anything is possible, you know, and. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I started, I started, uh, looking up Bigfoot documentaries cause it was fascinating. I was like, wow, I guess there's actually a lot more to it than I even thought. And, uh, when you start looking at the evidence, it's, it's so compelling. It, it, it's, it's, it's really hard for me to believe that, that, that people don't think it's real just because of the amount of, of physical evidence there is and, and the stories people have of, of seeing them and and just being you know scared to death and they have they all have these they all come away with like the same characteristics and of of seeing it like they have hooded noses and uh big brow ridge and they're eight feet tall or standing on two legs and I just think it, it's it's very hard to mistake a like a bear for that or a deer standing on its two legs like it, and then when when you listen to these people it's it's like there's they have no reason to lie about it and they they a lot of times they have more to lose you know about telling their story of seeing one than 
you know, because no one's going to believe him. Everyone's going to make fun of him. <laughs> what? Yeah, I feel so, you. It just the more I look into it, the more compelled I get. And I just I keep falling down this rabbit hole, but I love it. <laughs> I think that's the most important thing, man. If it's like fun to do, then like, what's the problem? You're not doing any damage. It's not like you're like Joe Rogan out there being like, I don't know if you should get the fucking vaccine, dude. <laughs> like, no, you're just like, I think, <laughs> I think Bigfoot might right. be real. <laughs> you know, you're yeah, like, I, you're like Joe Rogan from 2005. <laughs> you're like, just it's using fine. it as a hobby. And, and, uh, I like to go out hiking and, and, you know, look for tracks and Did it. stuff like that. And it was a good way to get outside and get back in shape and all that good stuff. So. It's almost, a lot of fun. it's almost like an action RPG game where you're going out there and you're like, I got to find this legendary item, dude, this Bigfoot's out there. For sure. <laughs> yeah, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a totem out there that's going to level me up to <laughs> level 100. I'm going to find it eventually. Don't you think that is a double-edged sword though with, uh, the people that tell these stories where you're like, yeah, you're saying some of them do have something to lose. Like, I think the most significant example is that one, uh, teacher uh, in Idaho or whatever. That's like, I totally fucking believe in Bigfoot. And people are like, Dr. I totally, Meldrum. yeah, they're like, Dr. Meldrum, you're fucking crazy. And he's like, I see, I have a lot of lose, man. <laughs> but like other people though, they could gain a lot. Like you're saying, like, like you're saying like that right. analogy I used where like, Oh, I could There's gain so something from YouTube finding channels. This. Yeah. And they're like all like their livelihood may be riding on the clicks that they get from this possibly bullshit story that they're telling. And like, that's my problem with it where that like this fun house thing that's in Oregon or Washington or something like that, where they're like the, the floor is the, so see here, the floor is angled 13 degrees. You know, that's a magical, that's a magical degree there. And what happens is Bigfoot spiritual Bigfoot yeah. comes in here and fucks around, man. I saw him. I saw him on the tire swing. That is a direct fucking quote. <laughs> by the way, that really is in a fucking documentary about Bigfoot where they're like, and then, and then in the same thing, they're like, I got this picture of Bigfoot. <laughs> it's a picture of a couple and there's a blurry brown thing on the side and he's like see fucking bigfoot right there like you tell me the bigfoot was a foot away from you guys and you didn't know until after you took the picture what the fuck is happening yeah. he's like those yeah, people there, you know there's a lot of that out there like for sure like like there's this youtube channel it, uh its name is how to hunt and he has like over a hundred thousand subscribers and and all he does is like tell stories of 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 encounters and and you know not all of them are going to be real and and um, there's other podcasts out there like Sasquatch Chronicles, another popular one. That they have over a thousand episodes, and I've listened to a lot of them. And and you can tell when some people are just you know maybe you wanted to get on the show or, or you know. But but then there's there's others um, like Bigfoot Odyssey. This guy Kerry Arnold, he he had an encounter down in Mississippi when he was hunting and. I know I shared that that uh, podcast with you, and you listened to that. Um, Wait, are you talking about the guy that didn't want to shoot him? I was like, I fucking yeah. seen him. He was out hunting turkeys. Yeah, I roasted this shit for like first ten minutes of this, so I want to hear I want to hear your perspective on it because I'm like, just fucking okay. shoot the well, guy. <laughs> well, this guy, his like, he he makes documentaries now, um, and he goes to to different people's. Uh, he goes to he like tells he goes to different people's like places where they live around the country and he, he makes like a like these documentaries about their uh bigfoot story because a, mm. a lot of these people have like these sasquatch living like either near or around their property and coming on their property it's like sometimes out underneath, they're underneath their deck like eating their like pizzas and shit well a lot of yeah a lot a lot of them come in and like they'll they'll take the dog food or they'll take the horse feed 
you know, and, and there's like, well, I just bought a 60 pound of, uh, uh, dog food and half of it's gone in two days. And Fucker ate it in two bites, man. <laughs> there's these giant handprints like right on the side of my shed. And like, what is that? You know, that is pretty wild. I, I like to think about the possibility that it's just like one of their like overly bored coworkers that's like, yo, Frank totally believes in Bigfoot, dude. Let's go let's go steal like half of his fucking dog food. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that happens, man. Yeah. Like I'm sure people make fun of me, like just cause like, you know, I'm a believer and I bet people will be messing with me sometimes too. <laughs> I think it's just so funny to think like somebody went through this elaborate hoax to just be like, watch. He's gonna fucking freak out, and they like <laughs> one of those pranks that just psychologically fucking terrorizes somebody, which I don't believe in. It's like don't fucking do that to people. But to me, like out on the outside, that is very funny. But like in real life, if that happened to me, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, dude, you ruined my fucking life. <laughs> I was right. totally into Bigfoot for like four fucking years, and you waited this long to tell me you ate all the dog food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like he went and go, he like made a uh, fake. Uh, track, track yeah. footprint, and made tracks and <laughs> put them in the mud. And like he went out and like at night in a rainy day just to fuck with the guy. He found like a he went to the <laughs> zoo and grabbed some fur off of some like some like Asiatic bear or some shit like that somehow. <laughs> Sprinkled yeah. it on the ground <laughs> like a cup. yeah. yeah. That, that's I guarantee you that stuff happens. But there there's also you know hair that they find in the jungle in Florida that's that's you know completely see through and. It doesn't have a Moderna and... Uh, it doesn't have the vaccine, like, dude? <laughs> Medulla? <laughs> Maybe I got that. I think I got that wrong. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what part of the hair is. So, so, yeah, I don't, some I don't think Bigfoots are getting the COVID vaccine. <laughs> They're the real problem, dude. That's why we have these this fucking Delta variant. It's Bigfoot. It's <laughs> get putting yeah, it into the dog it's food. It's so rampant. <laughs> But so, so yeah, they're, they're, they're finding this crazy shit in the woods. You can keep talking, sorry. Yeah, and and even I found uh, what I think could be a possible track, the uh, sixteen inches. I took a picture of it. I measured it. I, you know, I what? And you're, I don't. I haven't showed you it. <laughs> damn. And just say like the region you're in, because obviously you don't want anybody some creep that's like, oh, this guy's. I sexy. live in it's Northern funny. Virginia. So and, yeah, that's a that's a place where skunk apes are. Or is that big, full on Bigfoot? Yeah, absolutely. They're in Virginia. Um, I think a lot of them are in that are along the Appalachian Trail um, in the Blue Ridge Mountains, you know, in Southwest Virginia. But I think it's very possible that they could come all the way up to Northern Virginia. In uh, there's this website called the BFRO, and every anyone can uh, report an encounter that they had or like a sighting. And it's like this big database that this guy made. Um, and there's one um, that's like f at this creek that's five minutes from my house that happened in like 1975. And it's very detailed, like one crossed the road and it like along the creek. And this lady saw it uh, while she was driving, um, like right at towards dusk. And like it's very descriptive, very detailed. And so I went out there to go look, you know, and yeah. And then uh, I walked along that creek. I explored the creek, and that creek leads into the river system. And that river system is the biggest watershed in Northern Virginia. And so I I would like to go out and I and explore that place like two three times a week, even. 
and this one time after it rained, the day after it rained, I found this big track and, and I took a picture of it. I think it's very compelling and, and some weird things have happened when I, when I'm leaving that area, man, like I've heard different noises that I can't explain. God I've damn. heard, I've heard a, a couple whoops. Um, and I've also heard, uh, like tree knocking. Like as I'm as I'm leaving uh, to get back to my car when I'm the only person in the in the parking lot because it's it's nighttime and and like the park's closing and like no one's really out there and bam there's a wood knock right behind me and then bam right on the other side of the wait is there a team of, of bigfoots fucking with you? Line. What's up? There's like a team of bigfoots. Yeah, they a lot of them. A lot of people say that they they stick together a lot. And people hear these, these, uh, these tree knocks, and it's it's like in succession, like they're they're communicating, basically. You know, I, I don't think anyone really knows like what they're saying or what they're communicating, but there's story after story after story of these people that don't aren't connected with each other that have all experienced very similar things of of hearing vocalizations and and knocks and stuff that can't explain like and there's plenty of audio recordings and of and real scientists like making and studying these on spectrographs and and, and they're like what the fuck is this shit and they can't explain it like uh, they they think that that sasquatch have like multiple vocal cords and they're they so they can and that you can like you can uh lay this out on a spectrograph and see that like Okay, it can't be this animal. It can't be a raccoon. It can't be a cougar. It's louder than that. Like, and like these giant howls in the middle of the woods. Like, it's either a dog man or a bigfoot <laughs> or Mothman, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Or maybe so, a, a pterosaur. That's fucking. That's fucking wild to me. <laughs> what? What about? What about this theory? That what if there's an equally large and more powerful group of people who pretend to be Bigfoot? And they just have like an un, oh they have like an gosh. underground network of people where <laughs> like they're like cult. okay yeah they're like we got the we got the northern West Virginia people we got the northern Virginia people we have <laughs> we have the Florida we have the Florida crew and what they're doing is dude it's like okay target people who post about their dog food on Facebook if you go to that fucker's house eat half <laughs> you guys I have to personally eat people man <laughs> you guys have to personally eat half that fucking dog food and then you take your Bigfoot feet and then you walk away from the big the dog food and then people are gonna fucking freak out. You see somebody <laughs> clearly hunting around for Bigfoot, start knocking on trees, dude. Fuck with this guy. <laughs> that would be fucking nuts if, like, the reason why – or maybe even, like, these people are embedded into the Bigfoot finders. Like, like what if it's, like, some yeah. sort of big uh, Marvel-level, like, shield and uh, Hydra-level, like, usurper. <laughs> like, the people that are <laughs> pretending to be Bigfoot are slowly taking over the Bigfoot hunters. So then, like, the Going leader, <laughs> the leader of the Bigfoot rocks hunters. at people in the woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they're perpetuating dude, that... the Bigfoot thing. They're, you know, they're, it could possibly be a thing, dude. That sounds fun to me. Like I would do that. <laughs> so yes, the people I that know past people at all, the people that know Bigfoot the most, can emulate the Bigfoot stuff that people are looking for in the woods. So then they're like, "Oh, I don't know, dude. We just saw exactly. Bigfoot. Where are you at? Where are you at, Dan?" You're like, "I don't know. I was just taking a piss." Yeah. When you're actually just going pretending to be Bigfoot. I I bet I could I could scare my friends. I remember trying to scare my sister when we would go camping. <laughs> oh, rattle in the tent. Yeah, stuff like that, man. Bro, not to derail it all, but 
That is one of the scariest fucking things is when you're in a tent and you hear sniffing near your tent and it's like don't fucking oh, move. Even it could imagine. be could be a fucking coyote. Like you could probably tell if it's a bear, you know, probably like it you know, yeah, you could definitely know if it's bipedal a bipedal footsteps. <clears throat> yeah, dude, I'm pretty oh. sure when I went camping the last time, that happened. I'm pretty sure it was a raccoon or something because it was it sounded like a small <laughs> nose. But I'm like, yeah, man, man, it could be a could be a coyote, and that I don't want to fuck with a coyote, dude. When you're by yourself in the woods, a squirrel sounds like a freaky duck, like <laughs> oh, yeah. tiger, man. Like, <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> you just run out of the woods. Oh my god, there's something right there. There's just oh, and you get closer to it, and it's a little squirrel, <laughs> like, doing its thing. Like oh shit, okay, that's what that tree knocking was. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like uh, well, have you like you with the tree knocking? You know, it's it's interesting coincidence that it happens when you're in that area that you're talking about. But yeah, like no one else was there. Don't like squirrels or like some other like nut eaters bang nuts on trees to break them or is that not a thing? Well, I mean that for sure like like that kind of you could mistake some random animal noise for that, but yeah. I think the coincidence is too str- like the coincidences are too strong and it's it's too common of an occurrence. Like across, you know, the whole country of people having these different stories and man, you know, you know, people talk about the silent majority, dude. The silent majority is actually all the Bigfoot people pretending to be Bigfoot, and they're not telling anyone about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> the the coincidences though, it, that is interesting. Like the fact that you found a giant footprint, that's pretty interesting. Like you found it yourself. Like, did you uh, submit that uh-huh. photo to anybody? Um. I know I showed our friend Jason. Oh yeah, what do you have to say? Fucking <laughs> I haven't bullshit. showed anyone else. I I didn't get that good of a, a clear picture of like the tape measure I brought. Dude, always with like, the blurry photos with Bigfoot, dude. I know, man. <laughs> Continuing well, the, this the, trend. <laughs> the problem is our our technology isn't good enough to discover them yet. What do we I need? think it's gonna. We need thermal imaging we and lidar, that. man. We have that yeah, everywhere. But it's not. It's it's expensive, man. That's it's fair. like. It's like a thousand, two thousand, three thousand for like a good one. Like, like if bigfooting is is expensive, man, and I think that's <laughs> the the main reason why we're not seeing clear video or you know because like you just got awesome those nineteen seventy thermal drone footage. That'd be some real like, shit, man. Because like some of the stuff that I worked with, the sensors that I worked with when I was in the Air Force, uh, like I'm not even sure what the fuck you know that lidar can do, but like. The stuff that we were doing with LiDAR, I'm not even sure if anybody fucking... I don't even know if I can even talk about it. But we were doing some crazy-ass shit with LiDAR. And, yeah, uh, you can like yeah. pinpoint like people through trees, right? I don't know what I can fucking say, dude. Like All the stuff all the <laughs> stuff that I know about it is all like under lock and key. So I don't, I'd don't. i have to research it myself yeah. on the internet to be you able to know what I can talk about. You can map out the whole ground like, through the foliage. It's fucking incredible, honestly. Like, yeah. if they could get some some military UAVs up in there or RPAs, whatever you want to call it these days, uh, and like look through the look through the tree lines with IR, whatever technology that they have, uh, they could you would suspect they could find something. But then also something that <clears throat> I have direct experience with with uh, using this overseas is that you people can well it depends on the fidelity of the camera. So if you have a really good IR camera, you can discern if somebody is like covered in mud and you could be able to see the outlines and and stuff like that. But oh, like wow. with a shittier IR camera, the stuff that I used when I was very first in the Air Force when we when I was on an older aircraft, 
uh, people, we had situations where we lost a dude because he just jumped in a fucking mud puddle and laid, laid near it and we couldn't find him. So that evolved uh, and we yeah. can eventually figure that out and we be, were able to discern that stuff. But like, I mean, you have a, a, pers- a personal drone with an IR camera on it. It's probably going to be pretty shitty. And that could potentially be one reason why if anybody put up an IR, you know, drone, personal drone and they couldn't find shit, maybe they had like a fucking thousand Bigfoots underneath them. They had no idea, you know. It's covered in exactly, mud. Exactly, man. <laughs> I think it's just going to be a matter of time that, you know, as technology gets more inexpensive and and more available to the normal, uh, hardworking, everyday person, I think it's just a matter of time before we get some really compelling evidence. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you found you found a footprint yourself, and I mean, I got I don't know why you'd make it up, and why you would even fabricate it and then take a picture of it, <laughs> like, and then you. Co- I'll show you. Yeah, like you are on this podcast, but we're not making money off of this, so there's nothing to gain here. So, uh, yeah, that is God, fucking crazy. I'm crazy. I, well, I mean, if you found a big ass foot, like what was Shaq walking around out there? Like what the fuck? I don't know, man. Sixteen inches in the middle of the woods on a you know, rainy night. Does it have that like? I don't know who does that. That like what is it called? Like the mid tarsal, like break or whatever. Like um, it doesn't have an arch of its foot. It's not as it's not like that deep of an impression, but you can tell it's not like it's not exactly human shaped. Like human just have that arch, mm-hmm. um, and then the Sasquatch have that mid tarsal break that you're talking about. Yeah. So their foot is more flexible. In order to you know walk around better through the woods, and so th- like their bones kind of like separate towards the middle, like where our arch is, and that's what that's a mid tarsal break it. But uh, nice. So uh, that's how you can determine you know whether it's human or not. Um, does yours is, look human? Yours says you, yours does not look human. You said right. Well, it 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 doesn't have like a clear definition of like the mid tarsal break because it's not like in deep mud. It's like. You just kind of, I don't know, it's not it's not the best track, but you can tell it's like just a, it's more of like a square, It it's not a person's foot, man. You're not going to find a 16-inch person walking around in the It's not the like wood. somebody just put a box down on the ground or something, right? It like definitely looks like a footprint. Right, yeah. Huh. I, get, I mean, that's... You see the toes and everything. Send that shit to Five me. toes. I would definitely will, man. <laughs> yeah, I want to see this thing. Because, like, all the other evidence that you've shown me, I'm like, nah, I don't know about that shit. But, like, if you personally took a picture of a foot, then it's like... Even the pictures, the really? I mean, those pictures are just of the fucking woods, bud. Like, I'm not you seeing any of You think it's all pareidolia? Yeah, I do think it's pareidolia. I think it's just <clears throat> I think it's just you seeing faces and, you know, it's just like a Rorschach test. The, why do they all look the same? Why do they all have, like, hooded noses? And, and how come sometimes you can, like, see them blinking and... I don't know, dude. I like <laughs> it's all blurry. Like that one that you showed me where it looked like that right. Bigfoot was on like the ridge line. Uh I feel like I, that is like easily explainable by like just seeing the broad side of an animal and then thinking it is the front face. Like a the the side profile of a of a bite of a quadrupedal animal, but you actually think you're looking at like the front face of a fucking giant gorilla. But then <clears throat> yeah. And just how how that video looked it looked to me like it was some sort of like big cat or something like that. And then it just turned away. And the way that it turned, it almost looked like, like the butt of the big cat would have been like Bigfoot's left shoulder as it turned around, but it's actually just like the broadside. So I think like that stuff I can rationalize, but I mean, 
you finding a fucking footprint that is weird like i don't really know how to explain that like did somebody fucking with you is it the, is it the is it the real silent majority fucking you are fucking you up i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's definitely not like i guess it could have been a person just walking but big footed fucking person walking around did you find more footprints no that's the only evidence i've i've found besides here and some weird stuff and I, I i think i got a like a tree nut thrown at me one time that's about Shit. it <laughs> did they throw like it hard you, yeah <laughs> like hard as fuck. like there was two of them like and like usually if a, a nut falls from a, like an oak tree or something it's gonna fall straight down and you can hear it like fall through the trees and you know you can tell it's coming down yeah you know, straight down but this was like through the woods like a football pass like like Patrick Mahomes is tr- like chucking things at me because I'm in his backyard. Like, hey, get out of here! Like, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> Damn! So it was like you. It was like by you, and then it cracked on something. Yeah, the um, it was two of them. One of them, the first one missed. It was kind of like I don't know, maybe ten, fifteen yards off. But the second one landed right next to my foot. Damn! And, it's, and it was like coming at me. It wasn't falling straight down. Was it maybe like a squirrel chucking shit at you, or was it just too fast for a squirrel to be able to throw? I I don't think squirrels can throw nuts like that. It was definitely like too far of a toss for a squirrel to have. I think a squirrel could penalty throw a fucking nut. Yeah, but not like <laughs> not like fifty yards. Fair. Wait, you so this a is like a squirrel this... can throw a touchdown on a go route. Like... Wait, so you think that a fucking Bigfoot saw you from fifty yards out and then just laser beamed a nut at you? Oh yeah, damn, easily. easily. And then <laughs> oh, they knocked shit. on the tree to let to let the family know that I'm leaving it's like, for get the night, and that fuckers out of here. The last person is out of the woods, so God. we can like the parking lot is safe now. We can party it up, dude. We can have a bigfoot dance party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when they get out their barbecue and <laughs> yeah. they start they start grilling in the <laughs> on the pavement. So they turn their cell phones on. They're like, we can use location data. Nobody's looking for us. <laughs> See the, check the news real quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they get out their boats and start cruising around on the river. <laughs> they have like infrastructure and everything. It's got like a dude. fucking bat cave or something that they all that they all put all their toys in. <laughs> hey man, that like definitely live in caves. Oh really? That's the that's the idea. Yeah, man. Like all these indigenous cultures, they all have like uh, different names for them and stuff, and and they all have they all say that they like live in caves and they're like the protector of the woods and you know, each culture is different and you know and all. But I think that's besides the physical evidence, like that's the most compelling thing to me, man. Like all these Native Americans, indigenous cultures. Like it's all, it's all part of it, man. It's all I, part of their culture. I think it's, that part is incredibly interesting, but like at the same time though, like Zeus and Ares didn't exist, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's true, but, but all right. So what about like, it's even part of uh like the culture in the South, like um in Georgia and Mississippi, Alabama, that, that area, like, um, Parents will tell their kids to stay out of the woods and come back before night because the the wood burgers are get you. And the they call their street lights, they call them booger lights. Wood bur- boogers. Yeah, wood boogers. <laughs> so the wood boogers are. <laughs> so that's a new one. We that's got my wood favorite boogers. Name. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite name for them. But yeah, it's like a part. It's just a. It's like there, man. It's like they all know that they're there, 
and it's just part of the culture. The thing that I think is so wild is that the Bigfoot uh, like archetype is so well established. Like that's right. the thing where it's like, well, they're seen so often, man, thousands each year. Yeah. So, I so something that I've I've like done some light reading on is like this idea that like stories and stuff that get passed down through generations can like have that sort of like impact on kids where they're going to be afraid of shit that is like there's no reason to be afraid of. I don't know how yeah. much I buy into it, um, but there's a right. particular story from like this is like I think the 1700s, 1800s, but uh, I'm not really sure when, but there was a point in time where there was wolves on this island uh, out on like the coast of New England somewhere. And they had wolves there, but then they got killed off. But these wolves would always like fucking terrorize this village of people. And the stories, you know, over the years were like, be afraid of God, be afraid of wolves, be afraid of wolves, be afraid of wolves because they'll fuck you up. And then once the wolves are gone, even without the parents like telling these foreboding stories, apparently these kids were describing what was in their nightmares and they were describing wolves like in the night. So I think that's kind of an interesting aspect to this is like, I don't know, it gets into the weird like epigenetics, morphic resonance bullshit that like has been Joe Rogan-fied. But I mean, if that story is true and these these, um, like memories are somehow being like still inside of the kids' brains from stories that their parents had, like that to me, that sounds fucking wild. But let's just pretend that this story is real. Let's say that these kids- Rupert Sheldrake, man. Yes, yeah. Morphic resonance. I've read his book. It's awesome. Very, very compelling. Yeah, like that's like stuff, you can tell someone's looking at you, like, like without even seeing them. You know, I'm, I'm on the. I don't know if I believe that stuff. It's fucking out there, though, man. Like, it is, it is pretty out there. Rupert Sheldrake's guys work. I don't know if I'm so inclined to believe it, but like, let's just say for now, like that morphic resonance stuff is real. So that could potentially be one sort of like explanation for these Bigfoot I think creatures. You're onto something. You know, like yeah, I think there's something with that, and like. Uh, like a monster myth. Like myth, I think that's yeah. how the monster stories are like made and in past. I think there's definitely something to what you're saying here. Yeah, because I mean, like maybe at some point in our human history, there was some sort of like gargantuan fucking person, and it just like maybe it's just Gigantopithecus. like a Yeah, I mean, possibly, but but from what I understand, the Gigantopithecus was in like Russia area, right? But like people are saying it could have came over the land bridge. Uh, the, yeah, but yeah, all the, the land was connected at one point, man. Right. Like, the thing that I have a tough time with is, like, where's the fossil record and stuff? Uh, but, like, let's let's set that aside. And let's just say that there was some sort of, like, Gigantopithecus kind of thing within our American culture pre-America, you know, like, with the indigenous people that are here. And maybe they were fucked up by some alpha predator. <laughs> and it's like, this got, this leaked through the... Um, like the ethos, or I guess I don't know if that's a, the correct word there, but like it, it went it went through the zeitgeist, let's say, and people just have that in their brain where it's like be afraid of giant monkeys in the woods. And then it's like that pareidolia thing where it's like you see Bigfoot in nothingness because you deep down have some sort of innate fear because like like resonantly through your, your genetic code, you fucking get this message from your ancestors that's like this thing will kill your entire bloodline. Or something you know but yeah at the same time how do you fucking describe how do you how do you say that like well that's it's all made up in your brains and it's just an innate fear but like where do the footprints and like all this evidence that you're talking yeah, about? yeah then from? where the physical evidence the handprints that they have like 
there's yeah. there's a bunch of uh stories I've heard of of trappers finding like their traps completely destroyed like huge steel traps and they have these giant oily handprints on them and 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 that's actually a common theme that people find when they find a handprint of one is like it's a very it, like it's like stained almost like they they probably have like some crazy oil on their skin because you know, they're just out in the woods living all the time. <laughs> Not, they don't take showers like us. <laughs> they just got a bunch of. They just got a bunch. Of, <laughs> what was that natural bacteria or whatever? People that don't shower, they're like, my fucking natural body flora is protecting me right now, dude. Like that kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> they're just they're super that vegans. guy, but like <laughs> times a million. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's super jacked with a ton of fur on him. I imagine that. <laughs> yeah. Times a million years of evolution. Like. Uh, I, I don't know. I still have trouble like saying I believe that Bigfoot is real just because it is such a such a, like a unproven thing. Uh Right. Oh shit. Uh Oh, sorry. All right, I thought that was you messaging me, but it was not. All right. <clears throat> um sorry to derail there for a second. But yeah, so the the idea that I had for the greasy hands is that like in some of these areas, yeah, I know we talked about this where like brown bears get fucking big, but they're not in some of these areas, but if in these trapper situation, is there a possibility that it would have been just like a really fucking hungry bear and maybe the grease on their hands could be described by or be uh, explained by them like eating fucking salmon because salmon is notoriously oily. So if they're like ripping apart salmon and shit, maybe they have like fish guts and stuff on their hands. And I don't know how much fish cooking you've done, but like if you fillet a fish, like you got to kind of scrub off the the shit that that it gets on your cutting board, <laughs> you know. So yeah. like possibly maybe it's just a bear ripping apart fish and then it's hungry as fuck, so it goes and eats fifty pounds of dog food, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I th- I, th- I think there could be some of that for sure. You know, it's it's hard. You almost have to explain, like you almost have to kind of like explain everything away, and then you're like left with like, oh, guess it's a Sasquatch, <laughs> in, in yeah. a lot of circumstances. Yeah, because like, like you, you gotta basically assume that like it's it's people, but but like other things you find are like these massive tree structures in the middle of the woods, in the middle of nowhere, like in in Nordic Canada, you know, where no one goes, and they find these giant trees that are all woven together and and ripped out of the ground, and the the ball the root balls are are hanging up in the air, and and like. These massive tree structures are found like throughout our country in Canada, and you know, it's, like a lot of it can't be explained unless you have like crazy, you know, machinery. And and I guess yeah, I bet you some loggers like fuck with people and make these these uh these tree structures with their equipment, but I don't think all of them can be explained away like that. And it's just way too many like that you find everywhere. Like even here on some of the trails in northern Virginia along the river, I find some weird tree breaks. I like, okay, well, I guess if it's under six feet, then like I gotta basically explain it away as a human. But some of them are like, you know, eight, ten feet up in the air, and you're just like, I, I don't know how that could happen. I, can, I guess the tree know, could just it, break, you know. Yeah, yeah, and of course, you know, you go out in the woods and. You see that it's very common all the time, like snowfall or, you know, you don't even need snow. Like it, these trees just always grow and intermingle and intertwine with e- each other all the time. But but some of these things are finding are like actual structures, man. 
I'm looking at one right now. Uh, it's on SasquatchChronicles.com. Um, <laughs> the Sasquatch Chronicles blog talking about this uh, famous tree structure, and I've just kind of been zipping through the video, and it almost looks like it's TP-ish. Like it doesn't look like those trees fell naturally that way. And like exactly. you're saying, so you're saying the odd part about that though is that like it looks ripped out of the ground rather than just cut or uh, broken, pulled down. Yeah. It, well, yeah. In some of them, you can tell that like a tree has been like brought over to that area, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, it didn't just, it didn't just fall. Like you have to explain it away. Like it didn't just fall over a big one. Didn't come down and knock all these little ones together. And like some of them you find are just like these, and it looks like art, man. And I think it's a form of communication. Yeah. I mean, who fucking knows how these got there, but I mean, let's say that, that a Bigfoot, let's say a stink ape, stink ape did it man like yeah well what is, what is the purpose of this so possibly some I know. Sort of some shelter. people think it's hieroglyphs oh and they have a, a whole language man it'd be petroglyphs or it'd be probably be some sort of a thing because hieroglyph is hiero because it's in uh cairo egypt but petroglyph is when they're in america from what i understand oh word yeah well yeah. they're some type of glyph <laughs> yeah so there's some sort of message going out they like possibly so yeah. With that in mind, though, uh, Matt's the Matt's idea is that Bigfoot is actually a fourth dimensional alien, and like Bigfoot is here just to <laughs> fucking surveil us <laughs> and like be Dude, like a a messenger. It would not for the surprise aliens. me. I yeah. I think the fact that the sun is so big and uh, Pluto is so far away, and the the moon was was made from a giant freaking asteroid colliding into the Earth, and then exploding and then forming over million i think all that stuff is way crazier than bigfoot being real like the size of the universe like what the hell is that why is it so big I'll <laughs> how, is sun, that. <laughs> how is the sun so bright when you look at it you can't look at it for more than one second or you go blind <laughs> and it's 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 millions and millions and millions of miles away and it's a giant shit, it blows my mind massive nuclear explosion going on just eight light seconds away from us that is heating and giving us so, like sustenance. exactly yeah and like there's that. an infinite amount of those going on all at the same time <laughs> yeah when you, you start like, bringing what? in the idea of infinity if you start talking about infinity then it's like well bigfoot has to exist if, if everything yeah, is possible, possible. <laughs> there, there has yeah. to be some sort of reality where this gets into something fun that i like to talk about where it's like well infinity if infinity exists then we have to imagine that other versions of our of our universe exist and if infinity exists within our universe then if we're if we're Saying infinity exists uh, horizontally, let's just say, for breaking it down in really stupid terms. Yep. If it if it exists horizontally in an infinite nature, then it has to exist vertically in an infinite nature. So there should yep. be infinite versions of everything that's going on. And then Every on top of that, other possibility is all possible. It's all happening all at the same time. Exactly, dude. You, yeah, this is exactly what Matt says. I'm sure you heard him say that shit on the, on the podcast. But, like, <laughs> yep. but yeah, like uh, the idea that all that stuff is happening, but isn't there a possibility within that that they're intermingling where we could be seeing like if you do see bigfoot you are actually seeing like a phase phase shift from another dimension where bigfoot does exist there but also doesn't exist there (laughs) because i think matt's spot on with this yeah i think bigfoot absolutely could be a interdimensional alien traveling back and forth through time and coming to our world to eat like the predator and 
<laughs> oh shit yeah and like the reason why he doesn't prey on people because it would blow up his whole spot he's just like a he's like a hitchhiker through the multiverse and he's like i don't have a fucking home dude like exactly he's just <laughs> he's some crazy hippie that that eats uh root bark and and glowing mushrooms <laughs> like... oh shit dude man maybe you know how like bigfoot's the protector of the of the uh, forest and stuff. Well, maybe he uh-huh. caused like the great elm die off that happened in the Midwest. Cause it's like, you motherfuckers are eating too many goddamn morels. <laughs> Fuck off with the morels, dude. Those are my food. <laughs> exactly. That's why everyone, everyone has a story about uh, uh, seeing a Sasquatch when they go mushroom hunting. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> like, God damn. I got to go hunt some mushrooms. Pick some mushrooms, man. Holy fuck! This makes the this makes the stoned ape theory way more (laughs) cohesive, dude. The reason why stoned ape theory happened because we were primitive, we were primordial humans, and what happened is Bigfoot came through his his interdimensional portal and gave us a big bag of psilocybin mushrooms, and he's like, "Here you go, dude. I'm gonna go back, fuck off back to 1975, and walk across the creek." (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, dude. (laughs) So when anybody's out there trying to find enlightenment, trying to find mushrooms. Uh, and interacting with all the mycelia of the fucking forest, which that's another thing is that mushrooms are absolutely fascinating. But when you're there, like communicating with the mushrooms in the forest, Bigfoot gets tapped into, and he's like, "I got to show up and pay these guys. I got to throw some fucking nuts at these motherfuckers that yeah, are stomping on my I mycelia." Think, <laughs> yeah, they definitely have been eating those those trippy ones too, man. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Well, like I've seen a video apparently that is supposed to be of a, a jaguar that ate some sort of fermented fruit or something. It was tripping balls. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Jaguars, jaguars love ayahuasca. Just Fuck like a, yeah. a cat loves catnip, man. Oh yeah, yeah dude. My cat's fucking well. Habanero doesn't so much love catnip, but Tyrion loves catnip. We bust out the catnip, and he's he's like, "Fuck yes, dude!" And he starts rolling around. <laughs> There's <laughs> so, so many videos of animals getting high on YouTube. I would oh, yeah. always send my cousin this as a joke. <laughs> I would find a new animal that was getting high, like an elephant or like a bear or something, or like dolphins, like sucking on a puffer fish. And I would just send it to her <laughs> like on Christmas or like Thanksgiving or something as a joke. <laughs> I've kept that going for like years. That's hilarious, dude. I love I love those kind of jokes. Those yeah. are those are great. I had a if we're getting to the end of our podcast, we got about we're pretty much well, I guess we're at no, we're at, we're past an hour now, so we should probably wrap it up. But I talked about this on the podcast before, but for a little while it kind of fizzled out because I think Dale caught on to me. But for a solid like nine months, I had a guy from ChristianBillboards.com texting me like all the time about because I told him I was I was possessed by a demon and I needed to get out of Texas. I did my whole uh, my Texas accent, and he fucking bought it. And I was like, I got to move up to Milwaukee. <laughs> and I, I, he thought that I was possessed by a demon. Kept sending me. <laughs> Send me prayers and shit. I'm like, the fucking demon's still here. I didn't swear ever. I was like, the demon's still here. He's giving me bad thoughts. And he's like, don't go. He's like, don't go to the darkness. Stay to the light. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> oh, I know. He's just doing his job. One time I called him on the phone. And he had kids in the background and stuff. And that's pretty much the last time I talked to him because I felt bad. But but I don't know. He's he's on the fucking weird side. So I think it's okay to fuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch out, man. I think all that stuff could be real too. All the paranormal, man. I'm into it all. I think it's all real. Oh man, yeah, I don't know. Fucking fight me, ghost. Let's bring it on, dude. I'm down to fight ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. I know fight. fight no ghosts or no dog man, dude. Dude, me and Matt are literally talking because Matt is Matt believes in ghosts and demons and stuff like that. Um, but yeah. I'm like, bro, can we legit try to summon the devil? And like be like, dude, bring on whoever oh. the fuck shows up. If it's gonna be fucking <laughs> devil himself, come on, dude, we'll get it on camera. Dog. Fucking fight we, we, me, dog. We gotta go out to the we gotta go out to the woods and bring some like EMF meters and Hell yeah. And uh, some uh, uh, spirit stones and like 
conjure up some spells, dog. 100%. <laughs> I'm fucking down. And then just be like, whatever's coming, bring it to Jeff. I'll be like, I'll fucking do it, man. If I'm, I'm either, I'm either getting famous or I'm going to the loony bin, dude. Let's, let's go. <laughs> let's do it, man. Fuck yeah. But yeah, I think that's pretty much uh, about it for the podcast. We've been recording for, uh, with my 12 right. minutes. That was in the so front fun. End. Yeah. That was, that was fucking great, man. That was really fun. Maybe we'll, uh, when Matt and I'll I get talk this going. About yeah, I love talking about Bigfoot with you, even though you're not a full believer. I love, <laughs> I love trying to convince you as much as possible. Hell yeah, I think that's kind of the <laughs> dynamic so of the show is that Matt's like, well, what about this? And I'm like, nah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's super fun to talk about. I love all this like paranormal stuff and like, well, dude, what if? Like that, that's the most fun to me. Where it's like, okay, I'll throw off my skeptic hat for a minute, and then let's talk about what, what could potentially happen, or like, what? Okay, fuck it, let's just go with what you're talking about. Let's say this stuff is real. I love that. It's so fun to me. Yeah, that's why I like you guys' show too. Hell yeah, dude, it's great. Um, I'm okay. So I'm gonna try to do the uh, the play out. So uh, this podcast is over, but we'll do our advertising here at the end here. So. Uh, try to remember what Matt says every single time. This has been the 50. I've already done this 54 times with him. Not 53. Cause he did one 52. Cause I did one solo. He did one solo. Okay. So I've heard him do it a bunch of times. So I'm going to fuck this up, but be sure to go to punninggame.com and check out, uh, awesome podcasts such as who gives an F and, uh, not worth the time. And also go to Matt's, uh, syndicated podcast where it's monster jamboree and the grove. And don't be afraid to go to iowapepper.co. That's my website. Or go to Instagram and go to iowapepperco and check us out. Contact us if you want some hot sauce right now. Uh, this should be coming out tomorrow. awesome. iowapepper.co. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. You've gotten some hot sauce. Um, oh, good. Fuck yeah, man. So, yeah, we, got a, we have a customer here right now. He likes the hot sauce. So if you are interested in hot sauce, go there right now. Uh, this week, we'll have available some uh, ooh spooky sauce for Halloween. It's good on chicken. It's good on steak. Hell That's yeah. about all I eat, so <laughs> it's great for using it every day. If you're a meat eater, man, check out our hot sauce. I think it does really well. So, like, like I said, I got a uspuki sauce that has some uh, ginger or not, not ginger grapefruit in there with a bunch of jalapenos. So, uh, the orange spice jalapenos I used in there are a little hotter than regular jalapenos, but not too bad. And I think we have two bottles of puma juice left, which is puma peppers, which are really cool. Ooh. Yeah, yellow and purple peppers, and I put some raspberries in there. Very limited quantity right now, though, so there's only two of them. But Sheesh. contact us on Instagram. You might be able to get a bottle. And then also go to iowapepper.co slash uh, shop. And if you go there, you can order some of our merch. And that'd be amazing if you can go there. And you know who also has merch? The Empty Parlor. So if you go to punninggame.com and you go to our um, Teespring there, you can be able to order sweatshirt or T-shirt from The Empty Parlor and also hats. Uh, the All the designs that I am associated with are all created by my wife, Caitlin. She's amazing. If you want to look into more of her, Doodle Design on Instagram or Barnes Vacation, you can go there and find her stuff. She's fucking great. If you want to try to get something uh, created by her, she may take your freelance inquiry. So check that out. But besides that, I think we're done, man. And uh, yeah, I think we're out. Peace. Well, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, of course. That was dude. a blast. Hell yeah.